I'm just fucking excited. Excited. I'm so excited. Always excited. Yeah, me too. But yeah, when we listen to like Twist and Shout, it's just the shit. It is the best. It really is. Hey everybody, this is Our New Normal. Uh, we are doing an expose on the possession of Maritzika Irina Korinci. So she is a person that uh, got possessed in Romania. She was a nun though. Yeah, she was a nun. Yeah. That's fucking creepy. <laughs> How was it that like major clergy members, I'm going to say clergy because I don't know yeah. the basic definition of them, uh, get possessed? I feel like you would have extra protection compared to everybody else. I don't know. I'm actually surprised that you found a story where a nun was actually possessed. It's not that uncommon, actually. I think I found like three of them. Uh, But, uh, of course, before we get into that, uh, I'm your main host, of course. This is Mike Ramirez. Uh, Go ahead and look me up on Facebook. And then I got my co-host, Andrea. Hi, guys. Hi everybody! What's oh, up? Uh, one of the main hosts of Cruising Couple. Check us out. Actually, one of our best performing shows on our Galaxy Podcasting Network. Uh, they Lies. are killing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I actually confirmed this with Jesus because we compared notes, and I was like, "Oh shit, you guys are doing great." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you ever need listening or no relationship advice, we're not professionals, but. I don't even think it's relationship yeah. advice. I think it's just life advice in general. Yeah. Like you guys have some good insight on just uh, basic concepts of being an individual in a relationship as well as like an individual in life. So that's kind of like really cool. Well, I like that. Thanks. Um, how's your week been? Long. This week could not be longer. You know what? I better shut up before I Mm-mm. speak it into an existence. Tell me what's going on. What happened? So sister? Monday I had my practical exam. For um, my esthetician. Oh, right. So that was pretty intense. What did you pass? I don't know yet. Oh, fuck. I hate that. I hate that so much. To be fair, our teacher played it up really big, like this nerve wracking thing. So when it came down to it, it was like really calm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get that. And then Tuesday, Jay had a doctor's appointment. And then Wednesday, the baby had shots. So she's been grumpy. And then Thursday, today, I had a class and I double booked myself for Jay's doctor's appointment. Oh, shit. Yeah, because he had follow up for his broken arm. If you guys don't remember, that was in the last episode, too. Um, He broke his arm and they had a follow up for today to make sure the bone was growing. Oh, you're good. Was growing right. And then at that point, once they determined it was growing right, they were going to let it grow and not mess with the cast. So he's good now. He's yeah. got it for three more weeks. And then. Oh, wow. That's actually really fast. Well, he to be fair, he has it for three more weeks. And then, and then he, he has, has like to, a soft cast. Yeah, like a brace. Something, something yeah. So then he'll be doing that for two more weeks. So he'll have it a total of six weeks. When's the first time you broke a bone? Uh, I broke my toe. Same here. Uh, but I was what? Like last year? Wait, no. no, I broke yeah, mine when I was like year. 20 or 19. Yeah, I broke mine when I was 30. That's all you broke? Well, besides my teeth. Wait, big toe? Yeah. Yeah, same here. What the heck? Holy shit, I dropped a 45-pound <laughs> weight on mine. I didn't oh, even realize that. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I broke my toe when I was in the military. Oh, I did not know <laughs> that. That's awful, That's sister. the only bone I've ever broke. Well, me too. That's the only broke, but I don't know if but teeth Does your count. teeth count? What did, what did you break? I broke my five teeth. Which 
five teeth. What the so, fuck happened? In the car accident. Oh, wait, wait recently? With, with the one with the baby. With Dottie's when <gasps> she was a couple months. My whole face I didn't hit. know that. Yeah, my whole face fit hit that um, in mom's journey. Hit that metal bar that holds the, the was it headrest? Yeah, the headrest. So hit Are the you ho- fucking serious? Yeah. I didn't know you broke your teeth. I broke five of them. So they were able to save two, like, because they were just crap cracked this one was chipped and they fixed that one and then these two here i think it's these two yeah. oh my god They're fake. by the way if you guys didn't know we're siblings right and i didn't <laughs> we know don't, that we know nothing apparently <laughs> fuck <laughs> so yeah um so that happened but i was already 29 so i hadn't haven't broke anything i, I mean i think teeth are like a little bit stronger than bones if you ask oh, me because they're calcium like and they all fu- kinds of they shit they broke they just straight up broke it was awful people wear your seat belts oh my fucking god i can't believe that shit yeah i and i hate the dentist i'd rather have another baby than go to the dentist <sighs> Yeah, well, I mean, that's an interesting concept, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, my week's been good. Um, haven't really done too much. Just been kind of living life. I'm trying to, of course, uh, build this fucking podcast up from the ground. Uh, well, I'm here for you. Oh, no, I know you are. And also, you and Jesus are driving everybody to <laughs> our directions, uh, <laughs> yeah. being a part of the network, of course. Um, other than that, I'm I'm starting to stream um nice. live so we're gonna be doing video games live over here at galaxy uh gaming network as well as pod you know i'm still waiting else. for our big old hide and seek game dude you're you and me both <laughs> i'm so down <laughs> uh yeah so we eventually gonna do a hide and seek game in what is it called uh i can't I think of the remember, name but I'm it's a big ass remember. building with a blue building and yellow sign ikea Oh, yeah, Ikea. Ikea. I'm down to go to a main event and do it in the laser tag. I just tag. want some Ikea fucking meatballs, dog. Ew. <laughs> I don't really care for Ikea food. It's not. It's it's good hospital. It's it's okay hospital food, but you don't have to be in the hospital. I'd rather have hospital food. So, wait, you want to do hide and seek and laser tag? Yeah. How the fuck do we even do that? Well, it would be like the same like laser tag, but hide and seek. If I find you, I shoot you, you gone. That would be kind of fun. But yeah. we'd have to rent out a whole laser tag arena to do that. No, we would just use the one right there in the main event. No, that's the problem. Other people are going to be playing. Well, we would pick a select group. Like, we would try a like, mini trial to the Ikea. That might then, be fun. That might be fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, like, 30 people to just fucking rage in and, like, push little kids out of the way. Like, nah, you can't go in this well, room, bitch. <laughs> I know somebody. Oh, you got to connect. And we can probably get it just for us. I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about, too. (laughs) Like, hello, light bulb. Anchor. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're going to go into a brief history of demonic possessions, just for everybody knows. Andrea is going to start us off here. Demonic possessions is a belief that a person's actions are controlled by a foreign spirit or demon. Demons. Demons Super are scary. always fun. Ah, fuck. You know what? Actually, I'm afraid of fucking demons. Have you watched uh, the, no. Cruel- the the Adventures of Sabrina Spellman? No. The new... Uh, oh, you know what? I started and it was pretty pretty intense. It's so fucking then I stopped. brutal, dude. Yeah. I cannot stand it. It is uh-huh. so like... I, I, I was trying to fall asleep and Tierra was still watching it. <laughs> Did you have a nightmare? And, and there's just a fucking Baphomet 
fucking Satan no. like images fucking like flashing on the what screen the and I'm heck? just like ah! <laughs> <laughs> trying to sleep and it just was not working for me. And mind you, I you know I don't I don't believe in the devil, but I was like, holy shit! You're like, Turn that off. Oh, okay, it was it was brutal, and she's still trying to watch it all the time. No, I would have been um, like, Turn it off. <laughs> well, just so everybody knows, there's a couple symptoms to demonic possession. Uh, there's missing memories, perceptual distortions, loss of sense of control, hypersuggestibility. And you know, uh, hypersuggestibility goes into hypnosis. So it's basically when you just have like a state to where you're just like really like, hey. I'll basically do whatever the fuck you want. I think reading those symptoms, I feel like I'm possessed too. I mean, sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) After a beer or two. I know, no kidding. Um, Of course, there's different types of demonic influence. Mainly the ones that we have all heard of is come from Catholic and Christian sources. Um, we hear about these a lot. They're yeah. one of the main ones. Don't get me wrong. There's Islamic. There is also Judaism and Buddhism uh, forms of possession, which hopefully we cover Eventually. at least a little bit in yeah. in, the, in the near future. Um, but I, of course, I want to learn more about them. And in all, it's kind of hard to find information, right? Because even on their Wikipedia's, there's not much information. By the way, thank you Wikipedia for this story because it's awesome. Awesome. Um, Now, if we move on to Catholicism and Christians' uh, form of demonic possessions, we have possession, and there's there's plenty of different types, which, uh, just to start off with the first one, possession, is which when Satan or demons take full possession of a person's body without their knowledge or consent, and the victim is morally blameless. Like uh, in The Exorcist, when you see the girl, you know, twist her head, 360, and then vomit over everybody else. Um, Uh. Now, true demonic possessions can have a lot of uh, properties to them. Manifestation of superhuman strength, uh, speaking in tongues, languages that the person doesn't know, uh, knowing things that people shouldn't know know, uh you know rage fucking being disgusting with you know like making flip off signs and uh, and making upside down crosses with your hands fucking like cussing at everybody in your fucking like you know vicinity and in all honesty aversion to holy symbols or relics which you know crosses being that uh Mm -hmm. holy water holy oil and such Isn't salt one? Salt is for demons, like, if you're trying to bury your stuff. But that's also, like, fucking TV show shit that I learned. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's also obsession, which a lot of Christians believe it comes into their lives. You've heard of this, Andrea. Mm -hmm. So there's always a constant, like, hey, you have to fight against the devil to prevent yourself from um, sudden attacks of obsession. So. You know, the devil comes into you when you feel suicidal ideations or when you feel unconfident in yourself and when you feel like you aren't doing the right things you need to do in life. And obsession draws into that and it affects Christians and Catholics, which me and Andrea are Catholics. Yeah, we were raised Catholic. Mind you, I'm more open to my beliefs than Andrea is. Or as far as I know. Yes. Um, but uh, it is one of those things that we, we dabble on. Now, obsession 
when you read it as a description is sudden attacks of irrationally obsessive thoughts, usually culminating in suicidal ideation and which typically influences dreams. So this can prevent you from sleeping. It can um, make you not think of current things that you need to worry about. It's depression. It's a bunch of things that Catholicism and Christians label as depression. Right. Where the you basically the devil's the devil's attacking his you. Way, yeah, into he's your working life. your way into your brain. Right. So he can take you to his lair. And then we move on to oppression. Uh, this is a loss of consciousness or involuntary action, such as the biblical book of Job, in which Job was tormented by a series of misfortunes in business, family, and health. Um, you also see this in a couple different movies to where a person will be demonically possessed or oppression to where they will f- go through time lapses. They will do something without realizing they've done it and they will do odd things and it's just like a very shitty nature because it's like, oh, well, fuck, I'm blackout yeah, drunk. I'm, yeah, I'm <laughs> but blackout. I'm like, I, I didn't even get to drink out of it. Damn it. <laughs> it sucks. I don't even know what happened. Oh, uh, shit, man. I was so drunk, bro. You didn't even drink. Oh, fuck. I guess I'm fucking impressed by a demon. <laughs> Not funny, though. No, <laughs> not, not, not funny, though. <laughs> not funny, though. Oh, shit. So we're also going to move into um, physical attacks, you know, scratches and pulling, pushing, like in por- paranormal activity where you... S- Isn't that a movie? Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a, it's a movie. Uh, it's really scary to think about that. You know, like just somebody like pulling your leg and you like get pulled off a bed down a hallway into the attic. Yeah. And that movie specifically was really fucking scary because there was a whole scare. It was it was not necessarily jump scare. It was more like, oh, shit. Like I remember there was a whole rumor that that was real. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like there was a whole real thing and we were tripping out. Like, oh, my God, they got proof. There's demons in the world. (laughs) So, hey, that must mean there is a God. Well. To be fair, um, I've actually experienced scratches. No uh, shit. Yeah. So when um, our cousin moved into her new house, I- I- I've always been. Which cousin? Ashley. Okay. Well, this is already eight years ago, going on nine years ago. When she moved into her house. I've always been not sensitive per se, but I just kind of feel stuff. I'm so jealous. No, no, <laughs> don't so be jealous of jealous. that. I'm petrified to drive home right now after this. It's late at night. So I go into her house and I'm like, dude, something doesn't feel right. She's like, no, you know, it's just a new house. It's dark. Yeah, um, it's creaking. You know, like, it feels and, I'm, weird. and I'm like, no, something doesn't, something doesn't feel right. It feels off. And I'm walking into the house and, you know, I'm just kind of feel it, take a feel for it. And I'm like, no, something doesn't feel right. And all of a sudden I'm telling her, I'm expressing that something is it's just off. off. And I walk over to her, her freezer and I go to open it. And all of a sudden something just kind of burns my arm. And I'm like, oh, what is that? And I lift and I have like scratch, two, three scratches just like right on my arm. Uh, like, no. And I'm like, dude, you need to get a priest up in here. Andrea, and I'm so jealous. No, there's <laughs> no reason to be jealous of that. Oh my God. I, what, the confirmation mm-hmm. that I would receive for actually receiving like paranormal activity would be so great to my psyche. <laughs> Why? Why do you need? 
need that. I'm giving you proof. Because I want to believe in aliens. I want to believe in ghosts. I want to believe in demons. I want to believe in God. But I can't because guess what? There's been no substantial proof ever given to me outside of the norm. And yet you receive things like that from But I don't want to. You can have it. <laughs> be give it to me then. <laughs> no, it's freaky. Okay, oh, and then we're gonna move forward. So infestations, that's kind of gross. Like they're they're you're allow not allowing, but where you're having um it affects your houses and your things or and, and there's animals like it's attachments. It's right. like uh where things like basically it's kind of like a poltergeisty without the so poltergeist is the non-religious version mm-hmm. and infestations would be the religious, the religious version of that. So that's where you're seeing, uh, De- you know, demonic dolls, demonic dolls. And there's also like if you have a technically if there's a demon around, there may be a foul odor, but there will be. Oh, um, yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. But f- flies, flies, black, flies big, is a big black, f- ugly flies, you know, uh, or crows. Isn't crows one? Crows or is, is a pestilence of some sort. I'm not 100% sure. Or is it moths? No, no, it's crows. Yeah. So Yeah, no, and birds will like run into your fucking house and yeah, shit. Yeah, so if you have those things happening, call your priest. No, call me. No, don't. <laughs> run. I'm like, Because I want to see that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have subjection. Um, and it's just where a person is voluntarily submitting to Satan or some demons. Don't uh, do that. Yeah. It's it's one of those weird ones that is included. Um, it is where somebody has admitted that they've uh, specifically given themselves to the devil. And it is not an often common occurrence in Catholicism and Christianity. But uh, it is something that people talk about. So did the devil give himself to himself? No. Because you got to remember, he's a fallen angel. So yeah. he's not even the devil technically. He's an angel. But he chose... To succumb to himself. <laughs> Did the chicken eat the egg? <laughs> Wait, I'm so confused. <laughs> Wait, hold up, my brain. <laughs> so technically, if he had, if he was a fallen angel and he decided, I'm going to come to myself. No, his whole purpose was to pollute the humanity. Right. Well, and he, which he we exist and to basically turn us away from God. Yeah, well. because God had betrayed him. Mind you, this is all fucking, uh, you know, out of the book. So that's, a different, mean, that's I mean, a different episode. Yeah, it's a whole nother episode, <laughs> which I would love to do an episode on the Bible. But uh, we're going to have to actually read the fucking Bible. And that shit is long. You should and, still read your Bible. And Henry begot Adam and Adam begot Henry. And <laughs> <laughs> For the next 30 fucking pages. <laughs> Don't make fun of the Bible, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, I'm sorry if you're listening. (laughs) Well, anyways, so going back into Marisica? Yeah, Marisica. Marisica. Oh, I got it right. Yeah. All right. Going back into Marisica, the background in Romania of religion was of controversy because for a long time they had, the government had induced a form of atheism. Basically, religion was allowed, but it wasn't in mainstream. They were going to push it on everybody else. And this was in the era of them bringing religion back. People were fighting to bring religion back into their society. And, of course, they were doing really well. The government did not want it because 
it is not a form of segregation. And when they were actually bringing it back, people were pushing against the government and basically causing a whole revolution, which uh, is a, it's a big history of Romania. And I'm not going to go too deep into it because I don't know the details. I've tried timeline to yet. find the information. I've, I've, I've looked up, you know, religion in Romania. I've looked up uh, revolutions. And even then, they don't coincide well with the information. But let me just say that there was a lot of religious turmoil mm-hmm. in these times of what Marisia was uh, depicting. Yeah, so we'll get into some of her, you know, her background. She was 23 in 2005, and her full name is Marisica Irina Corenci. No, mind you, we're we're, <laughs> we're gonna say things with Mexican accents because we're Mexican ass people. Ma, so we say Marisica, Marisica, because we think Maria. Yeah, yeah. So we can be bombing this whole name. So we're and so sorry. Arena, we say with an R, a rolled right. ass we fucking roll R. Arena, which it might be arena. Arena, yeah, it could be arena. But we don't speak Romanian, so. And then um, she moved to the Tanaku Monastery, and she was born into a broken family. And following her father's suicide, her and her brother grew up in an orphanage. And when she was 19, she worked as a nanny in Germany. And then for a family in Banat. 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 I knew I was going <laughs> to mess that up. <laughs> it's always so, a silent T that gets you. You'll that, never realize that. <laughs> yeah, Banat. So um, once she, well, she was doing that and she had a friend from the orphanage who became a nun. A nun for the Tanaku. A nun. A nun. <laughs> a nun for the Tanaku. And... She encouraged her to also become a nun. And can you imagine a friend that would recommend you to become a nun? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. My I'm never maybe. becoming a nun. Your, uh, yeah, dad probably would just because he didn't want you to lose your virginity. <laughs> That's all it is. Three kids later. Sorry, I'm not a nun. Oh, yeah, but at least you did it right. You well, stayed with the one guy. <laughs> so far. No, I'm well, just kidding. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a second. Just because you have babies by multiple guys doesn't mean you're right. bad yeah no we're not we're i not take a more evolutionary standpoint dear or drea takes a more no it's not even so much that it's a standpoint oh this is a different topic but th- this is for cruising couple but um oh i love it yeah go yeah. ahead and put your two it, cents it's a simple fact is you know what you choose a lifestyle that's your choice it's your it's your your life but it adds difficulties for everything else around you right yeah so not that we're bashing you if you make different life choices than i do that's a okay whatever works for you hey i support you to be catholic i support you to be christian i support you to be a satanist i don't give a shit because guess what at the end of the day i don't have to atone for you nope in any way whatsoever. So whether what I believe in, what mind you, I believe in fucking simulation theory, but what? that's a whole nother subject. Oh my God. <laughs> I gotta tell you about this. Oh my God. No, oh. we're not doing, we're not doing it right now. We're not no, doing it right later, now. Later, later, but it's crazy. Oh no. Uh, well, anyways, right. 
So yeah. after all that, you know, the Tanaku monastery, and she's encouraged to become a nun. Um, for some reason, Maritsika begins to giggle during mass. That's that's a real weird fucking thing to do. <laughs> I mean, it's not so crazy, but I mean, hey, I wrote fuck in my uh, Sunday Bible. <laughs> oh, my God. I did not know that. No, what was it? Uh, I, I did have Sunday school. I completed Sunday school, and I am actually, uh, what is it, uh, when you can actually eat the bread and the wine. Drink, drink the wine, eat the bread. Your First Holy Communion. Yeah, your first Holy Communion. I was like, so I completed that, but uh, I wrote "fuck" in a folder and I made a friend read it, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna report your ass." (laughs) He's trying to report me, and I got so much trouble. Um, Yeah, but she started giggling during Mass, and by April, her mental state, mental state, deteriorated, and the doctor at the local psychiatric hospital diagnosed her with schizophrenia. After a two-week treatment, they released her into the care of the monastery, which I feel is not the right move. No, definitely It's definitely weird, but mind you, they are coming into a religious, what is it called? Like a a revolution. revolution. Exactly. So everybody's coming back to the religion and everything else is being more serious when it comes to religion. Um, Friends also stated that she never exhibited any signs of mental illness. Uh, Her brother testified that he was with her when he saw Satan go into her, like straight up Satan, like, you know, fucking goat Satan. Because he doesn't he does possessions on his own. I I guess he does, because, I mean, (laughs) I I wouldn't recognize Satan either. That's that's definitely weird. Uh, And he also said that his sister was suffering from a demonic possession. But, you know, um, I wanted to jump into something from from this okay. because we talked about how she started giggling in mass. Well, she she suffered a lot of trauma as a kid. Right. She she grew up in an orphanage. Her father committed suicide. Right. Right. So, I mean, let's just say she found irony in a message and she started. She just started laughing just like started shit happens like fuck <laughs> like life is a bitch ain't it <laughs> right. like, and, and maybe no she i'm sorry she put life is a beach <laughs> life is a beach oh my god well let's just say she did find something funny some just irony, once right, like some funny oh and like now, my like my ptsd has made me giggle at right. this point point. and now she's completely fully diagnosed with schizophrenia and I'm I'm gonna assume that more went in, into that diagnosis. Right. There's no way she was just diagnosed with schizophrenia without actual cause. Which, mind you, the medical profession in Romania isn't great. Well, I'd imagine <laughs> we're gonna not, go into that later. We're gonna go into that. But yeah. uh, <laughs> it, it's definitely weird that they just automatically jumped with that out the gate. I mean, I'm, she I'm might sure she might just have PTSD. Traits. She had a right. tru- she had a troubled childhood. And um, it could be something that's coming up and it's just like the irony of life is a fucking bitch. Yeah, no, a beach. <laughs> a beach. <laughs> <laughs> but come on, you know, I I can't imagine. You know, what, what's that? Well, she had all this, this stuff going on and they jumped to mental illness. I would have liked well, to know. There well, was a whole mental illness thing going on in that era where. Well, okay. You but know, you got to remember, we were actually learning about these symptoms. 
okay. with other people. But you're saying we're let's go back to a oppression. Okay. Is that what was it oppression? Oppression is one of them. Yeah. No, no, this one. Oppression. Uh, yeah. No. Obsession. Obsession. Yeah. So let's oh, go back to that. Okay. If they were just dealing with atheism, and then all of a sudden, yeah, you got all this mental illness uh-huh. because the devil's working his way into these people. And so now starting to people more be religious, and right? they're starting to work their way into it. We just oh, cracked you, the case. You went in a fucking whole thing with religion. We just cracked the case. Okay. Fair enough. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, after her brother, of course, uh, she did have some issues. Uh, but in comes Daniel Petri Corginu. Uh, I'm sorry about the name. Of course, it is a fucking Romanian ass name, and I'm never going to be able to pronounce it correctly unless I learn it over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a 29 year old priest of the monastery. 29 years old priest of the monastery a decade before the events he was a football player in vasuli he began following religious studies at the lasui university after he could not secure administration into the bucharest university and mind you that was a lot of word vomit <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is so hard to say <laughs> bucharest and like university Lassie. yeah oh my god <laughs> Just just the names alone. It's just, I don't understand. They're very Romanian. Uh, he wanted to study sports and law. A year later, a businessman from a businessman from his hometown recruited him to help build a monastery in the hills near the city. He was later ordained by the local bishop who expected that he would continue his studies. Unfortunately, he gave up his university education in order to vote himself to running the monastery, never finishing his theological studies and theological studies is an interesting conversation. I never even knew this was a thing. Well, I mean, we knew that I, we knew that obviously there's clergy, like there's a studying that, but not that there's an actual like study of people. On right. It. It's so. actually interesting. Theology is the study of religion. It examines the human experience of faith and how different people and cultures express it. The theologians examine the many different religions of the world and their impact on society. Studying theology means taking on challenging questions about the meaning of religion. And that says a lot. Uh, yeah, it does. It really does. Because it's like, that's a pain in the ass to, for one, get an opinion out of somebody uh, as far as religion goes, especially, I mean, nowadays and ages, I want, I would love to see somebody's theolo- theological study that would on be not, that shit. That would be very interesting. Yeah. So let's talk about the exorcism of Marisica. Okay. Um, she, she did, she was possessed. No. <laughs> <laughs> the so, bitch was possessed. <laughs> <laughs> we determined that already. It's due to that atheism. No, no, okay, for real. So Father Corginu thought that it was not just a mental illness, but rather that Marasica was possessed by Satan. He would later claim that you can't take the devil out of people with pills. And that was when he realized an exorcism was necessary. And he had to restrain her from violent movements, including 
those causing her to hit herself. The nuns bound her hands and feet and locked her in a room as they practiced the liturgy commemorating the accession of Jesus. That was a fucking mouthful. <laughs> I practiced that one. No, no, you did you did well enough. Uh liturgy commemorating the ascension of Jesus. Yes. You no, sound that so is much such better. a pain in the ass. <laughs> so much better. Let's be real. So uh when basically they w- yeah, go ahead. No, so when they were doing the a Liturg- liturgy. Liturgy. They're just doing their prayers. You know, they're probably performing like the ascension of Jesus. Yeah. Like, so pretty much what it sounds like. Prayer to Jesus. Prayer of Jesus. Prayers with Jesus. And a few days later. Oh, they, was it a prayer with Jesus? Though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a few days later, they chained her to a cross with her arms stretched and carried her into the church so they could anoint her. You I, said that really non-blase. I'm not going to say. Fa- you just rolled into that shit. I just find this so appalling. How do you just decide? I, I, I get the exorcism, but how do you just decide that you're going to chain her to a cross? Bitch was acting fucking wild. <laughs> and, and, okay, so to be fair, they did this because according to Sister Nicolette, Morisica had been restrained in the same manner as others who were demonically possessed. So I can see why they were doing it. They had a practice how, already. Right, they, they already had a, had a method. But looking at it now from our perspective, we wouldn't necessarily we would go to prison. <laughs> no, no. For this. Well, we're gonna get into that. But you wouldn't put somebody who's demonically possessed in the same. The same way that Jesus was on the cross. To me, that sounds like more of a sin itself. Is that more blasphemous? Right. It does feel kind of that I way. I feel like it. Well, I mean, even it's blasphemous to put the cross on anything as far as merchandise, but Christians and Catholics too. do that I all mean, around. We need money. we got to capitalize on something. <laughs> no. Well, that's a sin. <laughs> you're, you're definitely right. But if the money goes back to God, well, But it, really it doesn't. Not necessarily. Uh, there's a whole fucking... Yeah. I'm not gonna go. It's a whole different. I'm I'm telling you, it's a whole different episode. But no, I feel like it is blasphemy. Like I don't feel like you should have put somebody, chained her to a cross. I I get the exorcism. Then they turn around and they anoint. They went to anoint her. So, um, according to Sister Nicolette, um, Mordecica had been restrained the same the same way as other demonically possessed people were. Fine, and she also stated that Mordecica had. Marisica, wait, I lost my my train of thought. So she had been restrained. If she wasn't restrained, she could have either killed herself or killed someone else. That's what I was getting to. So that's why they restrained her. And then in, um, Sister Nicolette also stated that Irina knew that she was not possessed by evil spirits. I love how they call her Irina. Right, that's like their such a cuter name. I don't know know how to say it. Like, like um, they call her the nickname. So like like you call me Mike. Yeah, like a pet name kind of. No, that's her middle name. Well, no, I know, but it's kind of like um, of endearment. Right. Versus her full her first name. Right. Like like you you like my name is Ephraim. Yeah, and we don't call you that. We, you call me Mike, which is Michael, short of my yeah, middle name. I never call you Mike, actually. Oh yeah, you don't. You I call don't. me Michael. That's, yeah, oh, it's wow. really weird that everybody else calls that. you Mike. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. I don't call you Mike. <laughs> <It's> Michael. So. <laughs> 
So, um, so they pretty much restrained her, kind of going back because I kind of messed up this whole sentence, but they pretty much restrained her so she wouldn't hurt herself or kill herself or kill anybody else. And, you know, they, Sister Nicolette said that Irina knew that she was possessed by evil spirits because she was begging us to tie her up and help her. So she is claiming that she knew she was also possessed. So I guess tying her up and... Yeah, supposedly that was the appropriate way to handle this. According according to Maritza, yeah. uh, Mari, wait, Mari, Maricica. fuck, I can't say it. <laughs> Maricica, Maricica, uh, Irina, and um, you know, she was bound, of course. And then being anointed is where you put holy oil on the arms of her as well as the legs, and then you also. Uh, <laughs> You put, uh, you know, holy water in her mouth, but uh, they also put a towel on her mouth to stop her from cursing, and they prayed to cast out the devil. Yeah. I mean, this is pretty fucking brutal torture, if you ask me. I can't imagine being tied down like that. Uh, yeah. Maritza was Maritzica was then moved to her room and untied. She, according to Father Corgiano, was cured. She later was uh, given some food and some tea to eat. And after that, she fainted and she did not regain consciousness. Um, After the nuns checked her, she had a very weak pulse and then they called an ambulance. And unfortunately, we move on to the death of Marisica. While the ambulance, while in an ambulance ride to the hospital, she was administered six doses of adrenaline. Unfortunately, Marisica died june 17 2005 um we move into a whole court case and the people who were treating her for an exorcism of course right had some justifications to put out right so the police were notified by the doctors at the hospital who noticed the marks left on her wrists and ankles by the chains so they pretty much charged the four nuns involved and Father Corrigenu, um, you know, for murder and keeping a person basically prisoner. So Father Corrigenu. It's so hard oh. to say. Corrigenu. <laughs> Corrigenu was sentenced to 14 years in prison, um, even though prosecutors aimed for a life sentence. And then he was later released in 2011 after so serving most of his punishment while also being defrocked from the clergy. So he can no longer be a father. Yeah, basically he's just yeah. like, you're going to be a sheep from now on. You Pretty can't much. be a part of the major clergy. Nope. So you get to serve God on your own personal time. Mm-hmm. And then the nuns, um, Nicolette, Arina, Elena, and Simona, were sentenced to between five and eight years. And I'm pretty sure they served their time. I'm not going to lie. They have some badass names, though. They really do. You guys should look up their last names. I tried, and I was afraid to bomb them. Let's see. Nicoletta Argeliano, Adina Caprega, Elena Hotel, and Simona Bardanas. Oh, look at you. And mind you, we're saying these in our (laughs) Spanish-ass fucking accents. So we are not Romanian whatsoever. Not that we know of, anyways. Uh, But uh, that's how we would say them. (laughs) Um, In 2014, however, it was found that the cause of death was actually due to an overdose of adrenaline. Don't get me started. So, like I said earlier, she was administered six doses of epinephrine, 
which is straight up adrenaline. adrenaline. Um, that is not fucking good. <laughs> That's sickening. These other people. Yeah. So these people spent fucking years in prison mm-hmm. because of this. And it turns out that she was actually killed by the, the help going to the hospital. <laughs> It's not a it's not a laughing matter. We're not laughing at that. It's just, not. It's not. But it's just, the, the irony. Right. The it. irony of it. Exactly. Um, yeah. Overdose of adrenaline. Uh, coroner Dan Giorgiano uh, stating, I was a part of the team who handled the exhumation of the nun's body. It was concluded the woman died of overdose of adrenaline. You know, epinephrine has been estimated to be seven to eight milligrams at the lowest dose at four milligrams of a fatal dose so seven to eight milligrams is the minimum of or i mean the maximum to where people usually die yeah and then four milligrams is the lowest at which people die and they, gave her they six. were they were gave her six that's Holy literally God. one minus the maximum overdose level yeah. um and the most common uh administration of the drug is through intravenous and you they usually give one milligram straight up to resuscitate you from dying and then half a milligram every five minutes after that to make sure that you keep your your body running and i'm thinking that something may have messed up throughout there or maybe she was just so sick and uh what is it um well she was malnourished malnourished thank you from sitting in a room for three days yeah, tied then, up on a cross but then they turned around and gave her six pumps of epinephrine what what they think was gonna happen? Well, obviously she fucking died. <laughs> well, uh, hopefully she will. Yeah, hopefully she went to God and not to that demon that was. Well, I mean, him. yeah, he, he had still has claws in her. Uh, people <sighs> to this day believe that Corinzi was possessed and that the father Corgiano was never incorrect with his diagnosis, and it's just really fucking sad. Uh, I mean, we're gonna play a clip real quick of this video and this is basically where the nuns basically are just telling the body of Maricica. it's so hard to say (laughs) um like we're sorry we can't believe this is happening Um, it's awful they're just it's so sad and then even the father of course is you could see him in tears and i'm not saying whether he was in the right or whether he was in the wrong it's not my judgment to make but it is it is definitely an emotional topic. Accusing us of your death. You're very sad. Very emotional. Uh, yeah, definitely go watch it. I kind of wonder, like, yeah, my, my, Michael says it's emotional and they look like they're sad and they're crying. What if it's just for show, though? I mean, it could be. They're I going mean, to prison. Like, they yeah. know it already, I bet. Well, I, I don't know, but come on. You don't just chain people to the cross. And I'm still leave them in a room that. three days. For three days. Like, you would think... Uh, okay, I'm basing this based off of not a lot of it, 
educational experience. I'm basing it off of what I've seen and what I've read just here and there. You know, you're doing an exorcism for, you know, let's just say six hours. You're not leaving the person tied up for another 12 hours until you're ready to perform again. No, you, How about this? Feed them in between sessions. Right. Like, come I mean, on. Unless, okay, unless, let's be honest. If they're actually possessed, then they're probably not eating. Well, it doesn't matter. You got to try to feed them. That, that's actually a very common occurrence with people who are sick yeah. is where they just can't stomach items and you have to feed them. So At least through an IV. IV, but, feed them, something of that we, nature. We talked about this. I told you that now when it's not, you're not, this isn't talked about. This is definitely not something that in, at least in ca- being a Catholic, they don't, they don't just talk about how we're they're do they're performing exorcisms anymore like that this is something that's very taboo you don't go around talking about it um advertising it yeah exactly but nowadays if and when they determine that an exorcism is needed they do it alongside a, with a healthcare practitioner now so a doctor or a nurse a of nurse some sort yeah something somebody that has a medical background that's so, interesting concept considering right. that like these people also go through like batteries of, you know, diagnosing schizophrenia and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's just like, who are the people that volunteer for this? Is it just specifically religious people or is it mainly like uh, just anybody that's available? I, I can't tell you. I don't know. I didn't look that much into it, but I know that's something that they try to do now so they can avoid this consequence. Yeah. And of yeah. course, if you can avoid fucking 14 years worth of prison time, I guess you'd want to do that. Right. Right. Um, if you want to look up the Tanaku exorcism, you can actually see poor Irina. I'm going to call her uh, Maricica, uh, Irina. You could see the deterioration of her face. Like she literally looks like she went through hell. Mm -hmm. She's completely dehydrated. She doesn't look like she's eaten for days. Mind you, she didn't eat for three fucking days. Mind you, I bet you they didn't even fucking give her water for three days besides the fucking holy water. Um, which I think does definitely play into her death. And it's so sad to see that, you know, she was the way that she was when she died. Uh, You know, she looks really cleaned up in the video when you see her later on. But looking at this picture specifically, it's just so heartbreaking to see somebody broken like that. Yeah. It's it's really sad. She looks like she's deteriorated. Yeah. Like immensely. She looks like a corpse. Yeah, exactly. I just look up Wikipedia Tanaku exorcism for the pictures. Uh, We probably post them on our uh, Galaxy Podcast Network page. And watch the video. Tell tell us what you think. Yeah, exactly. Do you think they're remorseful? Do you think that it just kind of like along with the elaborate, what is it like? Not that they're lying, but they want to plead that they're innocent. Well, don't get me wrong. I feel like. The six doses of adrenaline is what really killed her. Yeah. But at the same time, dehydration, mm-hmm. malnutrition, um, you know, just plain unhealthiness by them is what caused her actual death. All four was a, a, a great combination of everything that would increase her chances of dying. Okay, but let's put it this way. If... All of those four are contributing to their contributing factors. Let's say that that was the demon's full intent. Was for her to just never make it. Right. Which 
I mean, I'm not going to speculate that a demon actually possessed her or that she had schizophrenia to which she had a personality disorder and she wasn't disassociating from herself. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm never going to be the one to suggest that because I don't fucking know. Um, well, we won't know. It's speculation. <laughs> it's all speculation <laughs> at this point. Um, I, I, I just, I simply can't believe that there was like a demon that would truly do that just for the sake of killing this person but yeah but mind you i don't know demons i i don't know i don't i don't know hey i don't know what his life is like i don't know what he wants to do those are his goals in life <laughs> go hashtag goals 100 <laughs> percent beach body <laughs> get my souls racked up that's what he's thinking I I, oh. I I don't know that like i don't i've never read a fucking demonology book i mind you i do have copies of them saved in drives and stuff oh, to read yeah. later on but it's not something i've ever looked up on um drea you are a very opinionated soul and yes, I, I want to hear more of your opinions can you please tell me where i can go to hear about those hear about my opinions god damn it plug cruising couple <laughs> <It was laughs> who like are my you opinions? Uh, uh, call me on my phone now. <laughs> bitch, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, definitely come see us. Uh, well, not see us. You can hear us at Cruising Couple. Um, check me out here if Michael wants to definitely have me on again. Maybe I do, of course. And see how different we we view things in this case. Um, but yeah, just check us out here at. What our, new cruising normal cup, uh, our new normal here. Cruising couple. Yeah, there you go. With the finger guns. Yeah, finger I like guns, that. Pew, pew. You're getting good at this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is your Facebook? Yep. Is it uh, Cruise and Couple? C R U I S E N C O U P L E? Sounds right. All right. All right. And then everybody else, go ahead and head towards Galaxy Podcast Network on Facebook. Go ahead up, hit me up on Mike RMZ on Facebook as well. I'll be more than willing to answer any questions. If you have any story recommendations, go ahead and send them straight to me. Uh, G2 Podcasting, GTWO Podcasting at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to send us emails. And don't forget to share. Share yeah, us. please uh, share with us friends, with your friends, your family. If you enjoyed what we talked about, if you just liked our personalities, if you just want to like stare at us in weird fucking pictures, please do. <laughs> Get you have to know to ask us. My husband's permission first. That's kind of weird. Eh, you know, I don't care. You can stare at me through a window. Just tell me beforehand. <laughs> no, I don't want to know. <laughs> but uh, we hope you enjoyed this little brief story. Mind you, this is one of the first ones we're starting off with trying to get more comfortable with it. Um, me and my sister, this is one of, oh, what, three episodes we've done together? Yeah. And, uh, you know, of course, we're just feeling each other out. We're getting better at this every time. And uh, we hope you enjoyed our podcast. We'll have to put Michael on Cruising Couples and ask him some embarrassing questions. Ooh. So send them to us. What do you guys really want to know about Michael's stories? Imp- what? What? <laughs> My impotence? Imp- you said imp- no. and I was like, uh, what? <laughs> what do you? I was to say, what? What embarrassing questions do they want to ask you I about don't your even personal know. life? <laughs> I'm scared <laughs> now. Well, if they send them, what do you we know? Ask you. Who told you? <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, I'm the older sibling. So I have lots of good dirt on this uh, guy. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start this conversation now. <laughs> Mom, have a good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All 